Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Francis. And we are coming to you. It is summertime in North America, Dr. Stephen. And uh, I know you and I both like it because there's more light. And that means there's more daylight. There's more work that can get done. No, uh, it also <laughs> means we can, have, we can have a lot more fun. And uh, we get outside and you know, load up on our vitamins and minerals and, and activities. It's been awesome. Uh, we've had a great summer here so far uh, with our family. And uh, one of the things that I know uh, is that every time summer comes around, there's a shift in the schedule, right? There's a shift in the routines. Uh, and, you know, with a family, uh, you know, that's something you have to walk through and navigate. And so in spite of that, one thing that I've discovered, Dr. Steven, is the sanctity of the routines and the rhythms in our lives and how important those are for us to um, sustain uh, great success on the personal and professional side. So I'm eager uh, to dig in with you today on something uh, we're both very passionate about, which is our rhythms, our routines, specifically one that happens in the morning. Uh, Dr. Steven, uh, great to be with you here today, my brother. Super excited for this conversation today, Dr. Pete. I actually thought about it while I was doing it this morning, and it is morning rituals. So you talked about rhythms, you talked about routines, Today, I'm going to add a third R. We're going to talk about rituals. You know, routines are the things that we have to do to get ready. Rituals are the things that we get to do to get ready for the day. So as CEOs, as leaders, whether we're talking about leading our homes, leading our marriage, leading our children, leading our families, leading our businesses, leading our teams, leading our organizations, the movement, wherever you're leading, you know, you've got to get into a state, a leader's state. So rituals are, uh, you know, I think that that has been my secret weapon, if I could say that, uh, over the last 25 or so years. Um, I, I was so blessed to have a great coach in, uh, in the early days, uh, Dr. CJ Mertz. Uh, CJ, just, uh, he's one of the best ever. Uh, if you're listening out there, coach, I heard you listen to the podcast. That's great. I always call him coach because he'll always be my coach. Just awesome the way he framed out morning rituals and built value for that. And it was just like back in the day when I can remember, Dr. Pete, that I was I was sleeping in, man. <laughs> I was sleeping in. I can remember clawing up to the front desk after a you know wickedly busy Monday. I think we probably saw thirty people, <laughs> and huh. I'd be like, uh, I'd be talking to my front desk girl Diane. I was like, Diane, what time is my first patient scheduled tomorrow? She'd be like, uh, nine twenty, and I'm like, oh good, <laughs> don't schedule anybody before that. And I'd be thinking I had to sleep in. You know, after nine years of college, you get really good at staying up all night long and sleeping in, right? And that was me. And I was, a, I was not a morning person. And anybody who knows, that, knows me now is like, what are you talking about? Right? Because that was, that was a, I, was, I was limping along in my leadership um, because I was missing the first half of the day. <laughs> right? So the reality is, is that I, I love the way CJ put it. Is, you know, 
every, everybody is, is trying to master their life, right? So in order to master your life, you've got to first master your week, right? And in order to master your week, you have to first master your day. And in order to master your day, you got to first master your morning. And in order to master your morning, you have to first master yourself. Man, I just needed to hear that, right? And that was truth for me. And it struck me to my core. And I just recognized, man, I was missing the first third of the day, right? So, you know, uh, I know how important sleep is. I didn't value it as much then as I do now. Uh, so I had to learn how to get to bed earlier, right? So I could get up earlier and keep that incredibly important sleep rhythm. But ultimately getting up a good two hours or three hours before the rest of the world needed me, Dr. Pete, to create that room to have this morning ritual, something that I designed that I couldn't wait to get out of bed. It was beyond a routine. It was these enriching protocols that I follow every single day intentionally, knowing that I'm trying to get my mind ready. I'm trying to get my, my heart ready. I'm trying to get my soul ready. I'm trying to get my body ready to, to be able to be the tip of the spear, right? To get out in front and lead from the front for whatever the, the day calls for me. God's got big plans for every day for us and we just have to show up ready, right? So we just have to be our best version of ourselves. And you know what? The morning rituals for me were a game changer. It has made all the difference in the world for me. So I'm excited to unpack this conversation today because I hope it just inspires people. It, for those of you who are already up, you know, up and at them and you're, you're looking for things to add or to do, things to start doing or maybe stop doing to make sure that you start your day off right, this would be informative to you. Uh, so grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and uh, let's talk about unpacking how to optimize your morning rituals so that you can show up for your day as the leader that that day is going to require. Yeah, Doc, this is such an important discussion that we're having, and it's something I'm equally passionate about, and we hadn't talked about it even before you know, we, we gathered today to, to record today's podcast. And it's something that actually I reflected on quite a bit. I was on vacation last week. And one of the things that I re-engaged in was certain rhythms and rituals that, that I had that I had gotten away from. Okay. So I want to open today's meeting by, by opening up with sharing about how these rituals are actually there. They're there. They exist to serve you, Right but they require commitment. They require sacrifice. They require intention and, and they're incredibly powerful. And I'm saying to you that I got back to certain uh, rituals. One of them actually is writing. It was actually the one that I'd gotten away from. Uh, I had gotten away from writing, which is part of my morning ritual to write every day. And that was something that I had, I had gotten away from. And I'm saying that as we're opening this conversation today, not to say that everybody should be writing, but I should be because I have conviction around the fact that I have to be releasing uh, things, revelations and downloads that I receive and I have to organize it in a way. And if you don't release it, then you become clogged up and then you That's cannot right. be the conduit, the, you know, for me, a teacher, a coach, a leader, I cannot be the person that ultimately God has called me to be and do the work that I've been called to do at, at the level that I desire to do it, which is above the level I'm doing it now, right? So Dr. Steven, I know that this is such an important subject because we're both very sensitive to that. And because I'm also pretty a competitive person and, you know, I'm an achiever on the strengths finders, number one, uh, anytime that I'm off rhythm, it bothers me. Like it really drags me down. So my wife, my family knows how important it is for me to be 
have my rituals and that I'm, I'm actually fulfilling on those things. And now I've been able to include those now for my, for my wife and for my children who were not wired like me. And I've been able to see some of the fruit and benefit in their life. So Dr. Steven, this is such a, just an important discussion for us to have. I'm speaking from a place of, Hey, summer kicked in life changed. What do you do when that happens? I am talking from a place of, Hey, I got away from one ritual that was incredibly up life giving to me. And somehow it slipped through the cracks and I recently got back to it. So I'm speaking to you just saying, Hey, what are your rhythms? What are those rituals that you have? Dr. Steven, you, you specifically said rituals are the things you get to do. And you also talked about how it energizes you. And, and so we want to be able to put these rituals in our place, in place, in our day that are consistent. But you said something that I want to lean into, and then I'll pass it back to you, which is when you walk through the formula, you said in order to, to master your day, you have to master yourself. And that's the thing is I recognize that I let that happen. It was on me. That was a self-mastery issue. The day was the day, <laughs> you know. It's 4.30, it's 4.45, it's 5, it's 5. The time just keeps going. I choose whether I'm going to engage in that or not. So that was a me thing, right? It was me mastering myself. And I realized, hey, you had to get, you have to get back to that. And so there was some little practical things. We had a move over the cup last 90 days. There was just some shifting that had happened that I recognized, not making excuses, but the reality was, hey, you got away from something that is incredibly valuable to you. And Dr. Steven, I'll say this, since I've gotten back to writing, even in just the last couple of weeks, it's amazing how my level of performance, inspiration, focus, clarity, drive, presence, peace, all of that has increased. I've recognized in just the last couple of weeks with one ritual that I had gotten away from in my routine. So again, I know we're going to jump into some things right so now. So good, man. I wanted to open up just by sharing honestly, like, hey, this is what it looks like very practically for me at this season, what I just journeyed through and I'm in right now. Hey, Remarkables, do you know where your next 100 new patients are coming from? Have you developed a fully leveraged marketing machine where you have total confidence that you'll predictably smash your goals month after month after month? What would it mean to your practice if you were to consistently see an additional 15, 20, 25 or more additional qualified new patient leads coming into your practice every month? CEOs, make this your reality. Join us for the annual Remarkable Attraction Marketing Immersion, October 6th and 7th in Phoenix, Arizona, and October 27th and 28th in Adelaide, Australia. Click the link in the show notes below and register your team now. Stop leaving tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table due to lackluster internal new patient referrals. Stop wasting time and spinning your wheels trying to figure out how to get butts and seats for your outside speaking events. Stop throwing good money after bad on digital marketing that's just not working. Doc, you should be seeing a five times to 10 times ROI on your marketing dollars. Our clients are crushing this. The weekend will feature a three-track format focusing on internal, external, and digital lead generation. Bring your team. Everyone in your practice is a marketer. Let us inspire and equip them to help you fill your schedule book with more qualified new patients. October 6th and 7th in Phoenix, October 27th and 28th in Adelaide. Click the link in the show notes here or go to the remarkablepractice.com events page and register your team today. We'll see you in October. Yeah, and this and this can be super challenging. So we're just we're just showing up here, 
you know, everyone walks with a limp and I'll be honest with you when it comes to morning rituals, what I'm really good at is getting up early. What I'm not really good at is getting to bed early. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you right now, I just don't sleep enough. Right. So that is a dragon I need to slay. But, you know, my goal is, you know, I'm typically, you know, a 10 o'clock is the goal. Like, like I want to be lights out sleeping by 10. The truth is, is it's almost never happens. Uh, you know, I'm more of a 1030. I fall into that. There's some nights that it's later than that. Right. So um, my goal is there's a nine on the clock when I, when I shut my eyes. So 9.59, legit. <laughs> so if I, if I, I won, I won the night, right? Because in order to win the morning and win the day, I got to win the night before, right? So, you know, for my health, that has become much more of a focus is getting the sleep and recognizing the hormonal and physiological health implications of not getting enough sleep. It's sleep is an, just as important as my workouts and my diet style and my thought life, right? So so I got to say that, right? So you got to keep an eye on that. For me, my target is to sleep from 10 to 5. That's only seven hours for those of you who are counting. I I know the goal is eight. You know, my body doesn't sleep eight hours, right? So I think I broke it because for a while I was doing a solid six for like 18 years. I did a, I was full on six hours. And, and I just, I think I broke something in my body and I've spent the last five years trying to fix it and get it to eight. <laughs> I'm at seven now. So pray for me. <laughs> so uh, I wake up before five, right? So 4.59, eyes are open. I don't need an alarm. I'm up. I'm awake. I've worked that up from four o'clock. It went from four to five. So I see that both of these <laughs> as a victory. So if you're struggling with either end of the spectrum, you're listening to a guy who struggles on both ends of the spectrum, right? So 4.59 is my wake time. So the first thing, you know, I was taught and told, uh, God says, give me your first fruits. So that means the first thoughts, the first moments, the first minutes I give to him in prayer and just get into a state of gratitude, which frankly, I'm wildly blessed and it's very easy to get into a state of gratitude, right? So I start there, I start in prayer and then I'll move into a bit of a stretch even before I get out of bed. I like doing that. Um, I try not to wake my wife up and give her a little kiss uh, before <laughs> before I move on downstairs because it's going to be a couple hours before I see her. Uh, and then I'm downstairs and it is, I get into the Bible. I read uh, the Bible every morning. I have a devotional that I read. I read something professional uh, and then I start my journaling then I start some type of checklist activity because I find that I've got to get that out of my mind onto a piece of paper before I get into something like a breath work or a meditation, doing some type of like movement, stretch, yoga, something like that. Today was spectacular. I've, I've started this um, Twitter challenge with myself because I wasn't really using Twitter at all. I did it initially when this podcast first came out, but I got away from it. So I, I really want to have a constant and regular presence be ubiquitous there. So I've been doing 30 days of Twitter and today's was about rituals, which is why we're having this conversation. I was just inspired by that. And, you know, I, so I did my, I, I did my limited social media right then and there, just putting my tweet up. And then today was spectacular because it's a gorgeous day. It's summertime here and I just love to get outside. So I want to get my eyes in the sunshine. So help that pineal gland, help my circadian rhythm, get sunshine in my eyes. So I go out, have my cup of coffee, looking at the sunrise, uh, that's so good to stimulate your nervous system. It tees you up for sleeping properly the, uh, that night. And then I fired up the sauna. Like, so we have the wood burning sauna going. I didn't have to get the cold plunge going today because uh, the Atlantic Ocean is right there. Uh, so I fired up the sauna to get that to temperature. I went down the beach 
and I jumped in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> so for those of you who are Northeasterners, uh, you understand that that is a cold plunge. The water was actually pretty warm right now. It's uh, relatively very warm. Uh, so I had a nice swim here in this morning. It's just a gorgeous morning, uh, sunrise swim, swim in the ocean. Came back from that with just enough chill, jumped into, had a nice you know, sauna, got a good sweat going for about a half an hour, which is Man, that what a what a what an awesome luxury that was today to have that kind of time. Then you know, outdoor shower, rinse off, uh, and went in the house and got some nutrition in my body. I've been hydrating all along, uh, but my nutrition is usually something quite simple. I do um, intermittent fasting, so by by at this point, it's usually just a supplement that has no sugar, so I don't throw off my my uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, so just get some nutrients and hydration into the body, and then it's time to head to work. And get at, get after repeat where I feel like I do my most creative work, my best thought work. I try to do it all. I don't like to talk to any, anybody really before I eat o'clock in the morning. So I get three hours to get my mind right, to get my head right, to get my heart right, to get my soul right. And uh, by the time the first person needs me to serve, man, uh, whether that's my wife or my, my children or, or one of my team members, or at one point it was my patients. Man, I had already just had an awesome day uh, and I was just ready to rock and just give love and serve. Yeah, it's so good. Just so good hearing you, you know, just walk through that, Doc. And it's so helpful and so practical. And um, I want to lean into what you talked about was winning the night. And that's something that I also have embraced more in the last years and recognized how important it was for me to, to actually prepare and completely write out my next day the day before. And that's something that I do very personally. And I have a journal that I write in and I write out, um, you know, my schedule for the day. I write out my goals for the day, the week, the quarter, the year. I rewrite those things every day. And so I have crystal clarity on what it is that is coming up tomorrow. And I have that already written out before the next day. So I'm already teed up and I've tested. I've tried it both ways. Well, what would it look like to actually do that earlier in the morning? And I actually am more energized knowing that I've done it the night before. And then the next morning, I get to actually spend more time meditating on and pondering and thinking about each one of the, the meetings I'm going to have, each one of the people that I'm going to be serving. And I get to think about that person. Um, and I get to think about that meeting and prepare for it. Uh, in a way that is helps me to become more, uh, I'm more prepared and I'm out of a sympathetic, I'm in a parasympathetic state. And I am very sensitive to my physiology and I'm recognizing that when I'm in a state of parasympathy, I'm at my very best. And so I recognize what is it that I need to do in my life to get me into a state of rest. I believe that we should be working from rest. That rest is where we're at our best. And rest, a lot of that comes from, for me, it comes from trust. And trust I have is in God. And in order for me to show up like it depends on me, but pray like it depends on God, I've got to get into that place of, you know, rest. And so for me, I've recognized that the evening routine, and I, I do spend about 45 minutes to an hour every day prepping for the next day, the night before, which you know, some people might say, man, that's a lot, but I'm very dedicated to, you know, making tomorrow better than today. Um, I'm committed to uh, making sure that I'm, like you talked about, you're ready for 
whatever comes my way, you know, some of the things are predictable. Sometimes it's unpredictable. Uh, so I'm more prepared. I found in my response to a problem at the home with the family when I'm, I've done it this way, I'm more prepared for a challenge that I face with a client or with a team member. And when I do it this way, the evening prep before the next day, that one change that I've made in the last years has been absolutely transformative. Another thing that I found is writing it down. It's not enough just to review it, mentally think about it, and just kind of stare at it. I actually write it down. Yes, I'm using ink. Yes, I'm using pens and paper. And it's, yeah, I'm, I, I get it. It's, it's physically being done. But it is profound in its impact for me. And then there are some questions that I like to answer each and every day going through routines such as the gratitude uh, journal. And then I pray for different people and I walk through that and it's all part of that, but it's written. And then there's the journaling time written, right? So there's a lot of that that goes on, which takes time. I don't write fast, right? Uh, so I take my time. So I want to make sure that I have enough time. So Dr. Stephen, you talked about the three hour window. I'm a big fan of time blocking as well. Um, I believe you know what? We try to squeeze too much into small periods of time. I'm not talking about adjusting people within a context of an hour. That, that, that's still time blocking. I'm talking about... It's a totally different pace. Yeah. It, it's, it's what am I doing right now? And I, I know for me that those things have been transformative and they are to this day. You know, And I like to talk about being in the triple threat position every single day, basketball stuff, right? So the triple threat is you, know, you could shoot the ball, you could pass the ball, you could dribble the ball. Whatever happens when to you with the ball, you better watch out because I can go in any direction right now. And, and I want to feel that way every day. So mentally, spiritually, physically ready. So I'm not going to go through every detail of what I do, but those are a few things, Dr. Steven, that um, have no, really I love been it, transformative man. to me as well in, in my rituals that, that really are, again, transformed. I can imagine my life without it. Well, here's what I know, Dr. Pete, is um, this is going to land differently for everyone because they're going to be on a continuum of where they are with this. What I will encourage, uh, you know, if, if you're listening right now and you're just not you're completely sideways with this, right, um, or maybe you're just a, a, ninja, a ninja at this, and this has been something that you can, you can say is, is a granite foundation of your success and the joy and the health that you're experiencing right now. So wherever you find yourself in the continuum, this time of year, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this real time, which I consider real time when we're running this, it's, it's, it's summertime. If, if you're here in North America, this is the best time of the year. This is the easiest time of the year to crank it up a notch, mm -hmm. to get committed to, you know, getting up, getting outside, getting your sunshine, doing your cold plunge, getting into the ocean, getting into the lake, going for a run, going to kick, sitting with your eyes on the sunshine, on the sunrise, whatever it is for you, getting up earlier. Yeah, uh, there's something to be said for the warmth of the morning <laughs> and, and uh, you know, the ease of, of waking up with the circadian rhythm of light. It's a lot easier this time of year to get that in place. So don't blow it, right? Don't miss this window of opportunity to just bake in these rituals into your nervous system. So because it's, the, you know, it's the habits that we're repeating day in and day out that will create the leader of tomorrow for your business, right? So Remember, we said it earlier, uh, consistency is the new intensity for the CEO, right? So if this is something that I can tell you, I'll hang my hat on right now. I've been doing this now for close to 30 years. And if, there's, if it's not 264 days, it's 263 days a year I do it. So it's just like 
seven days a week. You know, this is, I'm, I, this is not something that I do based on what day of the week is. This is who I am. Uh, so, you know, I'm just going to encourage you right now. So wherever you are, it's about progression, not perfection. Just get a little bit better. Just do a little bit better every day. And this is a, this is a marathon. This is a lifelong pursuit. And this will simply, you know, it will be that transformation um, that did not happen overnight. It'll absolutely happen over time. Uh, the old expression, we all overestimate how much we can get done in a day and underestimate how much we can get it done in a year. So much of that has to do with the changes that you make. Make this change. Uh, if you want to master your life, you got to master your week. In order to master your week, you got to master your day. In order to master your day, you've got to master your morning. And in order to master your morning, you got to first master yourself. Thanks, CJ. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, Remarkable CEO. So today I am thrilled because I'm in the studio with a friend of mine and someone who has been a partner with us at the Remarkable Practice and us as Remarkable CEOs now for years, uh, Jonathan McAleese with Fortis. And what I love talking about Jonathan about chiropractic and business is because he's been in chiropractic and been in business for years and actually generations now in the, in the industry and has a true heart for helping chiropractors succeed and succeeding financially. And he knows that the other side of the financial success is an actual patient outcome where people's lives are truly being transformed. So with that, help me uh, welcome to the podcast today, Jonathan Mackley. Jonathan, hey, thanks for joining me in the studio today. Thank you for having me, Dr. Pete. Well, we've, uh, we're here, it's 2023. You know, we're, we've been cranking away now. We're building businesses and we're cre creating more remarkable businesses and you're a big part of that. So what is on your mind right now? What is, uh, what's important now? I'd love to dig in with you today. I think we've got a few topics you want to talk about. We're going to talk about growth. We're going to talk about team, technology, security. We've got some good things to talk about. So I'm going to let you uh, take it away and uh, let's have an awesome interview here. Yeah. So a couple things to talk about, and we'll start with making it easy for patients to take payments. So we as a company are always staying top on top of the latest payment trends and what you need, right? Because we want to be your one-stop shop for payments where you don't have to go anywhere else for anything. Um, and not only do we obviously do that for chiropractic, which we do over a billion dollars a year, a year just in chiropractic payments alone, we do over 21 billion a year in other industries and other verticals, everything from lodging to wineries, to retail, to you name it, right? So um, lots of big franchises that work with us. So we get to take advantage of everything that we learn in these other verticals and also bring them to chiropractic as well. Uh, so it's kind of this cross way that it happens, which is great. You know, one of the new ways that we see making payments easier is through payment links, 
right? So you want to be able to text your patients a payment link, email them a payment link, and collect payments that way. And we see offices using that in a few different ways. So you meet someone at a screening and they're doing the like checking of their, you know, pockets like, oh, I don't have my wallet with me. And it's like, great, no problem. I'll send you a payment link, make that payment before you come in for your uh, exam and consultation, right? And so you can email that right to a patient or you have a backed balance from a patient and they're no longer a patient. So they finished care, but they stopped paying or their card declined or something like that happened. You can send them an invoice right through our system or uh, patients just wanna pay through a pay link, right? Because they can collect it, it's Apple Pay, it's right on their phone, it's easy. So you can send these pay links various different ways, whether it be email or text. And it's just really an efficient way for people to make payments without having to like reach for their wallet. Hmm. Man, I, I just even as you were talking about that, you blew my mind. A billion dollars. I, I, I sometimes I think about like how much, how much money are we, you know, generating in the Cairo offices? And you guys are doing over a billion uh, in Cairo. That's a lot of lives. That's a lot of adjustments. I mean, I know there's other services that we provide, and people pay for in our offices. But just thinking about it in terms of for the chiropractic industry, that that Fortis is a part of a billion dollars in in business gen and, and revenue gen. And, and collections of that, which is huge. I mean, that's significant. And you guys obviously are doing this outside of our space. And I also am a big believer in learning what other industries are doing and, and, and modeling as much as possible and, and bringing into our space what other industries are doing that's working. I love that, that Fortis has that as a best practice. And I love that we get to be the beneficiaries and chiropractic for what you're doing. And then the other thing, was that the pay link, I, I actually wasn't aware of all of those things. And I know for me that how much I value that because I'm like, man, talk about making our life easier. Like that's what it's all about, right? Because when when you have that kind of frictionless experience, right? It just makes you yep. want to keep coming back, makes you want to keep doing it, makes you want to refer. So there's so many beautiful things that come with that. I love that you guys are doing that. So uh, man, you guys are definitely changing things up. So taking it to the next level, what what else is going on, uh, Jonathan, these days? Yeah. So speaking of friction, frictionless payments, you know, we always we always want to keep you on the latest cutting edge. There's probably two things that we are recommending to offices. So one, we've been do- recommending this one for a while: storing your patients' cards on file. Right? Everyone is used to it. Right? There's a reason why Amazon does it. Right? It's one click to check out, one click to pay. Storing the card on file. Right? You see every type of business doing this now because it's just so much easier to collect a payment that way. Why have your patients stop at the front desk every time you need to collect a payment? So storing patients' cards on file. We do it through a process called tokenization. It's all PCI compliant. We actually don't store your patient's credit card number even in our system. So in order to get your patient's credit card number, someone would have to hack our system and hack Visa, MasterCard, Amex, or Discover. So we're not storing the patient's card on file. It's all compliant. We get audited every year. We go through a PCI audit. So it is the safest way to run a transaction is through what's called a token or storing your patient's cards on file. So that's one. I cannot emphasize that enough. Easiest way to do it. Uh, The next thing is terminals. So a lot of people are asking about terminals nowadays because it's becoming more and more used uh, everywhere you go. So Apple Pay, Android Pay, credit cards are now becoming contactless. 
So we have terminals that integrate with our system. It's super easy. It's super efficient. We don't upcharge for these terminals because there's a thing called Google. You can go Google how much these terminals cost. It's not a revenue center for us. We're not trying to make money here, but we do have them available. So we like letting offices know. You can use your USB swiper. That's compliant. You don't need to accept the chip card for compliance. That's not a thing in chiropractic. Only thing the chip card does is it protects against fraud from stolen cards. People don't steal cards and go to their chiropractor. They go to the gas station. They go to the grocery store, things like that, right? So right. from a compliance standpoint, you guys are safe. But if you want to be on the cutting edge of technology, we have all those devices. They're really cool devices. You can walk around from exam room to exam room. You can put them in a room. It's very easy. Any terminal or sorry, any computer that has access to Fortis can light up any terminal. So it's really, really easy to use. And then from that point, you can tap, dip, swipe use your iPhone, do contactless, all that. It's super easy, right? And you just want to stay ahead because you got to remember as Pete, you and I get older, we forget this younger generation. They only grew up with that, right? So all right. they know is the iPhone. All they know is contactless payments. And they find it weird sometimes when they go places and they don't have that. So that's right. we just like offices knowing we have that available. You don't need to have it, but if you want to have it, you can hit the chat box in the bottom right hand corner or just email us support at Fortis Pay or Cairo at FortisPay.com. And we can, you know, show you all the different terminal options that we have. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and I know, I know that in this modern day, you know, yes, the, the new customer, that's what they're going to expect. And, you know, it's becoming what I'm expecting in many ways too, you know, as a customer myself, like I, find myself at this point almost bothered if I have to insert the card or whatever. Right. You know? Yep. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's got, we're so trained, so ingrained for this. So I love all of that innovation that you have and, and that you guys have done. And from that terminal, what's cool is all the payments will post back to the patient's ledger because it's all integrated. You're doing it right through the same system they use today. And then even from there, you can store the card. So someone can run an Apple Pay transaction, and then you can store the card right to the patient's file after that. So it's all integrated, seamless, and done for you. Wow. No, I love that because I think that's where a lot of offices get, get caught up and it gets really challenging for them is in the organizational side. So the fact that it actually organizes it for you or for them, each one of the offices and for each patient, but in a secure way. I mean, those are always, those are always the questions everybody, every patient is asking is, you know, is this, is this secure? Cause you know, they're trying to, they're learning if they can trust you or not. Right. And they're now making an investment with your company and they're now committing to time, energy, focus, and money at your office. And they want to make sure that you guys are on top of all of this. So I love that Fortis gives you and the doctor and the patient the confidence to know this is a trust trustworthy relationship and financially, you know, these they're going to be on top of my information and none of this is going to get leaked. None of this is going to get caught up in some weird situation, which, you know, we see a lot more happening these days. And, you know, you guys are on top of that. So that's, it's incredibly powerful. Yeah. One last question I had was in regards to, I know some of our listeners might have different EHR systems or um, how do you guys integrate or work with in the context of, of that? So, you know, just with thinking of organization and you talked about organization and technology and just how, how everything works so seamlessly, 
Talk yep. about that, like the different, you know, EHRs that are out there. We know there's a, there's many, there's new ones that are popping up that I'm learning about and docs are using all sorts of ones. So talk a little about how this system also integrates with, you know, the, the EHR. Yeah. So we integrate with more chiropractic EHR systems than anyone else out there. What's also great with us is we can port your data. We are the only credit card processor that can move your data from one EHR to the other. So if you switch systems one day, all of your cards, all your recurrings go with you. So it's nice wow. and easy. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, in most offices, 60% of what they collect comes through patient responsibility. So we have the ability to move 60% of it. They don't have to get new cards on file. They don't have to set up new recurrings. It usually takes us about two days on our end and we port all that data over. Uh, but we integrate with most of the systems. So everything from, you know, Genesis, Cairo HD, Clerk, Platinum, Cairo Touch, you know, Clinic Doctor, all these different various systems. We we integrate with most of them. Wow. So it's super easy. powerful. Yeah, I you love run it. a payment and it posts right to the patient ledger, right? We want to we want to make the office efficient, right? Because front desk person shouldn't be focused on like running a payment and then having to go key enter it in, right? We want them focused on the patients. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, we talk about scalability and durability and leverage and using leverage such as team training and technology and systems. And, and you're using all of those right now uh, to make our jobs easier and our team's jobs easier so we can focus on what is our primary objective, which is to, to love and serve the person that's in front of us. And that's the, that's the best way for us to grow our businesses, take better care of the people we're serving. It's the best way for us to grow our businesses to do that as well. Um, anything, anything else that you want to share with us as we head through this year, 2023, things we should be aware of, focus on what Fortis is up to. And, uh, and then lastly, uh, how do people get in contact with you? What's the best way for people to, to learn more to, to, uh, about Fortis? Yeah, we're always coming up with new things, new items. We're actually getting, uh, we're just launching our inventory platform. So we built a full inventory management platform. Um, we don't tend to stray really outside of payments, but inventory management and payments kind of are married together because of the credit card data. So we're launching our inventory management system. So offices can barcode scan, check products out. So, you know, vitamins, pillows, things like that, home equipment, uh, that you're selling in the office and you want to kind of keep track of that and be able to know when you need to reorder anything like that. So we have this full-fledged inventory management system. It integrates with Fortis, your cards on file migrate right over. It's super simple, super easy to use. It's 79 bucks a month. Um, we give everyone in TRP a two month free trial so they can try it out, test it out, see if they like it. And then we're, you know, kind of like we did with Fortis, we're kind of constantly enhancing and updating it. So we think this is a really cool tool that offices are going to leverage, that they're going to love. Um, the offices that are using it already just love it. And so super easy, super, you know, simple to use iOS, you know, or web enabled. So really, really easy from that end. And, you know, it just kind of goes back to our, uh, the core thing that we're trying to do for offices, which is we are trying to be the technology that they can leverage so that they stop wasting time, right? Doing these manual tasks in the office and they can fo focus on patients. My dad taught me a long, long time ago. He actually taught my brother and I this. He, um, he told us never paint your own office. And one day he was having his office repainted and he took us to a screening. Um, and basically what he was showing us was, I think, you know, the painting for the office costs like $1,000. And during that new screening, he got three new patient appointments. 
And right, he was focused on the thing that made him the most amount of money. And he let someone else focus on something else, which was less efficient, right? So he could have painted his own office, but he didn't. He went and made money and then leveraged his time to do something more efficient. And so we kind of say the same thing with us, right? Like, let us be the leverage tool to go make you more money, right? Uh, a lot of offices give away care. They do all these kind, nice things. I am a technology and a finance person. We want to make sure you collect all of that money, right? You do all this hard work. Let's make sure those dollars come in. You want to give out care? That's fine. Give out care. But you shouldn't be missing payments from people who can pay simply because you, you don't have the technology leverage to be able to do that, right? And we want your staff then focused on that patient that's standing in front of them. What if you could get a referral from them, but instead you have them looking down at a terminal when someone walks through the front door? Maybe they're not re-upping for care because they're not feeling that love, right? When they walk in the door every time and they see that bright, smiling front desk person there. And so that's really what we want, right? We want patients getting better. And patients get better through loving care, through getting their adjustments. This is all the ancillary stuff that they don't care about, right? So let us do that. This is what we do best. You guys do what you do best. And everyone wins that way, especially the patient. I'm fired up listening to you. We're like at a seminar right now. So with that, uh, how do we how do we get in contact with you, with your with Fortis, with your company? How's the best? What's the best path? What do you recommend? Yeah. So Cairo at Fortispay.com. So C-H-I-R-O at Fortis. F-O-R-T-I-S-P-A-Y.com. So Cairo at Fortispay.com comes to me and my team. If it's more of a support related question, you can you know just support at Fortispay. There's a chat box in the bottom right-hand corner of your Fortis system. So when you open Fortis, there is a chat box right there from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern time. So you can reach out to us that way, um, or you can call 855-465-9999. Any of those three ways, you'll get in touch with us. Beautiful. You guys make it really easy. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for being one of our remarkable success partners. Thank you for helping our doctors help more people and really help advance this chiropractic profession, which is ultimately what we're on the mission to help do. And uh, thank you for being on the mission with us. We share values. That's why we are partners. So thank you for who you are and who you are in business and life and uh, for, for all the amazing things and ways that you guys continue to innovate, take it to the next level. That's also one of our core values. So love it. All right. So all of you who are listening, thanks for tuning in. This has been an incredible interview with Jonathan McAleese with Fortis. He just shared with you exactly how to get in contact with him. We'll also have all those details in the show notes. And I look forward to joining with all of you next week on the next episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Until then, take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.